The information contained within this podcast does not consider your personal circumstances and is of a general nature only. You should not act on it without first obtaining professional financial advice specific to your circumstances. Paul Atherton is an ex-Wall Street advisor on a mission to help young people win back their financial power, wealth and security. He does this by helping them understand the hidden world of finance, risk and investments, helps them figure out how it impacts them and to seize the opportunities to make it work to their advantage. This is Paul Street Journal. I'm here this morning with Paul Atherton. How are you, Paul? I'm great, Tim. It's good to hear. I've been hearing you talk a little bit about cash-only weeks. Yeah. Uh, however, you know, I do all my spending through debit accounts, yeah. uh, online banks, and I'm honestly struggling to see the value. I was hoping you could uh, explain yeah. it a little bit more. For so me. old school. Mm. Yeah, well, I, I think, Tim, well, setting up the regular payments tends to be very good, I think, if, if it's the... And we've spoken about this before, that you split out your um, budget to your absolutely have-tos, like rent or mortgage or food or you know you have to less and then you then you're nice to everything else by definition is nice to have if it's not have to it's nice and then you try and systemize all of the have tos so utilities perhaps is another one so you just pay that regularly without thinking about it so it doesn't come on your radar but what tends to happen and this is why regular reviews of your budget regular reviews are always good what tends to happen is you'll find a lot of automatic payments and regular cash going out of your account that you can't even remember paying for and you've signed up for things you know that's what you do you uh, let me try that out i'll buy netflix and i'll have stan i'll see which one i like the best and you end up having both and then you have anyway you get it the listeners get it we all get signed up for various things that potentially we don't need you know the classic how many people spend more than they they save, we always uh, spend up to our, we get a pay rise, we then spend up to that limit. So what cash only weeks do is it flushes all of this out. Now it doesn't get in the way of all your automatic payments, but you should be a bit careful of those. I think a regular review of your automatic payments is very good. But what cash only weeks do, they do a number of things and they're very, very healthy for your financial well-being and I think your general well-being. So let, I've got five reasons for it. Five sort of benefits from living a cash-only week. And if you can do it for a month, um, if that's so daunting, which it is to most people, try a week. And what it does force you to do, too, by the way, is it makes you really think, well, how much cash do I got to take out? You know, what do I really spend? It's a bit daunting taking that much money out. Anyway, so cash-only week, what is the first thing to do is it gets rid of bad habits. And when do we recognize a bad habit? Well, not often, Right. Sometimes a good friend or a confidant might hint at you and say, oh, not sure, not sure that's so good. And then if you're in the right mood and the right frame of the mind, you might pick it up or perhaps, you know, perhaps you're vaguely aware of a bad habit. And then how long does it take to get rid of it? And I think living for cash in a week really emphasizes those habits. You get, it really brings it up to the front. Then you have to deal with it, you know, certainly through that week. And that's why a month is good. But that week, you have to deal with that. You have to front it and face it and go, you know what? That's probably not so good. That's a bad habit for me to pay because, you know what? I shouldn't even be paying. I'm not getting anything out of it or whatever reason. So it does reveal bad habits living on cash for a week. Second is you start living consciously. Uh, I don't want to get too new agey on you here, Tim, but um, so I think 
fundamentally, we live so unconsciously, right? We go through the day to day. We drive to work and we go, how did we get here? We, um, I remember one time I cycled um, across town and I couldn't even remember how I did it. It was when I was a younger lad. But the point is, when we do things on a regular basis, i.e. our day-to-day living, we do it unconsciously. And guess what? Loads of companies want you to live unconsciously. Credit mm-hmm. card companies want you to live unconsciously. Banks want you to live unconsciously. Advertising. Advertising. Uh, directly advertising to your subconscious. That's right. Yeah. Right. So all of a sudden you become a conscious spender. Oh, my gosh. And you come into the real world and you go, oh, hmm, yeah, maybe I shouldn't be doing that. And that's incredibly important. And it's very, I think it, make, it certainly makes you feel good. And number three on the list, living on cash for a week, is you will discover it isn't that bad. So at the first, it's a bit daunting because now you're confronting our bad habits, you're living consciously, you're spending. It really feels different parting with a $50 bill than tapping on your pay wave or just you know placing a credit. It feels fundamentally different. And I think this is very important. When you discover that life just goes on, that you can pay in cash, and that you're not, you know, the world has not come to an end. You know, I think for me, what I discover is that, you know, the, the most awesome stuff in my life are actually free, right? So this morning I went for a nice walk on the beach with my lovely wife. Uh, it's the most rewarding and pleasurable things I do. It's, what, you know, extremely rewarding for me. And it cost me exactly zero. There was no cash was spent in that activity. So, you know, you will discover it isn't isn't that bad. And fourth, uh, it really starts to separate the needs from the wants. You may really, really feel that you need that Ferrari. I can see it in your eyes, Tim. I need a Ferrari. But actually, you don't. You need oxygen. You need food but you don't need a Ferrari. You want a Ferrari. We want that expensive item. We want that. We just want. But you need to understand the difference. Now, consumer companies, trust me, have thousands of engineers and marketers that want to confuse the needs and the wants. And that's their job. And you have got no chance against that, right? It's literally a thousand to one. And these guys are good. That's what their job is. Live on cash for a week and that will separate it out. You just feel the difference. It comes out. And that's, that's a great thing. And personally, what I get out of my cash-only week is I find I start to worry less about my financial future. Now, I tend not to worry about it anyway. But when I was doing this, certainly in the early days, living on a week, I just stopped worrying. And I've got clients to do this, and I've had friends because I nag them often enough. I tell, them, I, just, I tell you, you do it for a week, and... Just watch what happens. And they go through all the stages I've just mentioned, all the five things, but every single one of them emphasizes, you know, I stopped worrying. I stopped spending so much time really concerned about the future. And I don't quite know why that is, why it's so 100% true with people that do this cash-only week, but I suspect that you really start working out that to live a happy life, you don't need as much money as you think, and that the most joyous things in life are often free or very, very inexpensive and that your happiness threshold is actually a lot lower than you think. And that's important and that the consumer engineers, the consumer marketers don't want you to know that, but I want you to know that. And I would like really challenge you, Tim, and your listeners, we should do this. We should set a challenge, do the cash-only week 
see if we all hit all the five points, but I'm yeah, I'm really convinced people will hit the, the last one, which is you'll start worrying less, which is where I want people to be. So that's great. That's it, Tim. Well, it sounds a bit like an exercise. A new Paul or our benevolent uh, personal trainer. Yeah, my New Year's resolutions will always be the cash only week. <laughs> all good. Thank you for that. Very good, Tim. Thanks. Paul Street Journal.